Hello, everybody. Welcome back to No Internal Monologue, where I talk about whatever I want and I don't know when to shut up today. Um, I have I have a very special guest on the podcast today. I am interviewing Ginger Sherry from The Divine Social. How you doing, Queen? I'm good. I'm so excited for this. <laughs> Dude, you have no idea. Like, leading up to this interview, I was just, like, so absolutely excited. I was telling all my friends about it, and I was just like, oh, my God, I have a big interview tomorrow. And they're just like, no shit. I was like, yeah, I'm so excited. Oh, my God. I can't believe I'm considered a big interview. Like, what? That's crazy. Well, but I'm so excited to be here. Well, technically, like, when it comes to, like, small businesses and stuff like that, I think when it comes to your small business, it's definitely, like, the most unique one. <laughs> that I've ever like done and it's also like oh God, you've reached like so the broadest audience that I've ever hit as well mm. so it's like oh my god like you know what I mean I was just like oh my god yeah yeah <laughs> um so yeah if you want to before we get started we can do a little introduction since you are new to the podcasting world yes yes a little introduction my name is Ginger um I'm 23 about to be 24 in March Uh, I'm from New York. I'm a Pisces, um, but I do have a lot of Aries placements in there, so I'm a little fierce. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I'm a freelancer, entrepreneur, just creative being out here, you know? (laughs) We're just out here doing the damn thing. Doing the damn thing. And the damn thing is getting pretty good, I must say. Mm -hmm. Um, Of course. Yes, of course. Um, so again, just to like break the ice, I always like to do a cap- catch up of the week. Um, classes have started for us, so we've already gone through like the first week of classes, and it's my last semester of undergrad. <laughs> so, oh my god, dope! Yeah, good for you, bitch. Yeah, I get to graduate in May, and then after May, I'm just like, what happens now? Like I'm an adult. Oh my god, you know? I was looking forward to that though because I ca- I felt like I couldn't do anything when I was in school. Like I was just like I am a student and that is it. <laughs> right. I don't know why. Which is like I don't know if it's just like the fear of just being like I am able to do whatever I want on my own. Like maybe that's just like a big broad thought where I'm just like oh my god, like what happens now? Um maybe that or maybe it's just like oh my god like student loans oh no (laughs) oh don't even let's not even start that i was like let's not even start the conversation um but yeah um first week of classes went well um and yeah now we're just vibing we're kicking it i'm ready to kick ass this next semester um oh yeah any catch up of the week for you anything interesting going on um hmm, interesting um i I do this week that's a good question well I just moved to do my new apartment this month so it's only like our third week here oh wow we live in New Paltz um so like we're like just kind of really just settling in for I guess now the third week so I feel like it like is like feels more permanent now I guess and I really said I'm like uh I really live here in this town like this is dope right but yeah it's just exciting and good things good things to come I already feel it from this new space in general Right, exactly. That's awesome. I'm so happy for you. Thank um, you. With that, um, I think like the biggest catch up of the week for me is just like the most exciting thing going on for me this week is this interview in general. So with mm-hmm. that, <laughs> I think that would be a perfect segue for us to get started, shall we? 
Yes, let's do it. Of course. So um, to start off, you first got your foot in the door in 2018. You started your business on Instagram in November of 2020, and then everything just took off for you in 21. Um, yes. So can you tell us what motivated you to go for it and how you got started? Yeah, absolutely. So I think, honestly, too, like this, the starting point of my journey is like the most important because it's like what really shaped me to like where I am today. Um, so basically, I was just a hostess um, for a real long time at a restaurant. And I was like, you know, pretty close to the owners, like it was a family owned restaurant. So, you know, they kind of trusted me. And basically, the Instagram and Facebook page were trash. And I was like, hey, I don't know how to say this. But like, I've never done this stuff before, but, like, I really think I could take it over and, like, do content, like, whatever. Yeah. So, I got, like, a, I got a camera, I got, like, a new laptop, and, like, um, I literally just, like, started doing all the social media for them, and that was, like, the little initial, I guess, experience that I needed to be, like, okay, what else can I do, you know? Right. Um, and that was, like, my first little taste of, like, the entrepreneurial space, I guess, um, but it wasn't until, like I said, yeah, I got on Instagram and like actually immersed myself in like the online space and the digital world of marketing and social media management, all that stuff that I was like, holy shit, like <laughs> this could actually be like a serious thing. Right. So for a long time, it was really hard. I was trying to figure it out. I was working still at the restaurant. I was doing multiple different things at once. Like I worked door to door. I worked as a server. I worked as a hostess. I babysat. Like I did, I've done it all. I've door dashed, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I relate to that in a way where it's like, I know where a lot of people are at because that was me, you know? Yeah. Um, but basically, yeah, from there, I basically, um, you know, really got immersed in the online space and I really started networking and talking to people and just like getting any experience that I could. Um, and then really what happened, yeah, was this, well, 2021, I really got like clear that I wanted to work with people around my age and like people that were like solo entrepreneurs and like small business owners and like, you know, that's kind of like when I started with social media strategy yeah. and, you know, literally I started making TikToks about it and that was like the end of it. Like I literally had, I had, I remember my consults got booked out. Like I was just like, it was, it was insane. Like I literally remember like being like, what the fuck is happening? Like, you know, right. um, and I was babysitting. This is also when I moved, I moved to a brand new town. Like I moved out of my hometown in 2021. So I didn't have a job or anything secured. I was just was like, I'm going to just figure it out. Right. And, um, you know, I was working as a babysitter. Like I found some ra random babysitting job on Facebook. And I was also working at the leasing office at the apartment complex that I worked, that I lived at. And, um, literally around like March, like both jobs at the same time, like literally like they both let me go for whatever reason. Like it just, I don't know, like just it happened the way it did. Yeah. And I had the stimulus check. I remember I had the stimulus check and I was like, you know what? I'm going to just go in on my business. Like that. I just like, you know, completely was like, I'm going to maybe DoorDash or do whatever I want to do, but I'm going to like really focus on this for like, you know, let's say three months and like see where it goes. Like, you know, um, and here I am a year later with like a whole ass business. And like, I've served like at least 20 plus clients. Like I, there's businesses that exist now, like, because I work with people, like, it's just like, it's literally crazy. And like, yeah. I have like, I, I just hit 50 K on TikTok, which is also insane. Oh my God. Um, so it's just like, yeah, like things are growing so quickly and I'm like, I'm only still in my first year. So I'm just like, I cannot wait to see what happens next. <laughs> right. And if you can have that amount of progress in the first year, like imagine where it can go in the future. If you like just keep going at it. Oh my God. That's, exactly. That is actually insane. 
Um, so you were talking about your business and offering services to different clients and everything. So you offer different mentoring programs like the Journey to Clarity, the Euphoria program, tips and tricks on navigating TikTok and website creation, creating portfolios, offering one-on-one consultations with clients, and so much more. So I was wondering, what service are you typically most known for? Or were, like, what do your clients usually are like, hey, Ginger, I need help with this, you know? Yeah. So um, that's so it's so interesting to like think about this because truly I, I wonder what I am known for or like what people refer to me as because to be honest, that's one of the hardest things that I've struggled with is figuring out what it is that I actually do because there are so many things that I am capable of and I can do and I've done with my clients, yeah. um, you know, from like social media strategy to like marketing help to literally business mentorship, branding, like there's so many fucking things that I can do, you know? Um, but I feel like what I'm most known for is honestly just like inspiration and like that, like, you know, like person in your corner that's like, no bitch, you can do this. Like you're gonna, you're like, you're incredible. Like your ideas are valid. Like let's do it, you know? Um, and I think the most like, and it's interesting too because like even journey to clarity like I so the cool thing about my business is that it shifts with me as I change and grow and I you know make new approaches to things and like as I change in general so like I'm like like so even recently like the divine social has kind of changed a little bit into more of like a um, a creative branding studio and I'm like I'm like working on building a community essentially because what I've really noticed in the space is that there's a lot of um, there's not enough community aspects and like places where people can, you know, especially beginners and people that are just starting to just like ask questions and like, you know, c- connect with other people that are in the same boat as them and like literally just have that accountability people like of people being there and like literally be like, yo, like we believe in you. Like we're excited. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that was something that I needed in the very beginning. And like, I feel like even as I keep going my business, like I keep creating things for an old version of myself yeah. Um, so I guess to answer the question, what I'm known for is just like being creative with like what, you know, what my clients need and what I see as missing from the space. Um, all my programs and things that I try to create are based off Mac Miller. Um, oh, hell so yeah. like Euphoria. Yeah, so like Euphoria is a Mac Miller song. Um, Clarity is a Mac Miller song. Um, I also have a program called Social Ascension, which is all about like healing your relationship with social media. But Ascension is a Mac Miller song as well. So it's just like, I guess, yeah, I'm just known for just like being myself and like literally like making whatever the fuck I want and doing like literally doing whatever I want. But right. mostly I think mentor mentorship. People like really resonate with me being their mentor. I love that. I love that. Oh, my gosh. And like the, all the Mac Miller if like references in there, I'm just like go off. Um, (laughs) and the divine social obviously is like pretty much completely inspired by the divine feminine oh I love that oh my god that's so creative um so speaking of creativity um (laughs) what helps you what helps you get the most creative and motivated when it comes to creating like new products new programs new content like all that jazz yeah so um something that has completely changed my creativity and like like my creativity productivity if that makes sense um is journaling um and incorporating a lot of spirituality into my business like I feel like if I'm ever like maybe not feeling inspired or I'm like don't even know what direction I want to go in or something 
I pull a card or I just kind of meditate and, uh, oh yeah, I'll journal. Um, I think journaling is something like I kind of really just started getting into it. Like seriously, like I, I'm still like, you know, almost getting more consistent with it as I go still, mm-hmm. but I can I have filled notebooks in the past. Like, you know what I mean? Like I would never fill a journal like two years ago, but last year I filled like three. Um, so it's just like crazy how much like more like my creativity is just like flowing. And yeah, and like I definitely got into my spiritual journey within the past like two years or so. So it's like, um, you know, it's definitely been a huge part of my creativity because I'm just like more open-minded and just like way more in tune with myself. Um, but definitely, yeah, meditation, uh, a lot of music, a lot of, uh, healing frequencies and stuff on YouTube. Yeah. Which I'm starting to get into that now too. Like, you know, like with me, like going to therapy and all that and like, just trying to like find myself and everything. I've been trying to get more into that and make that more of my norm rather than not so yeah Mm -hmm. I definitely see where you're coming from where like two years ago you're like uh I don't know and then like in a year you're like filling up three books like it's insane it just happens yeah I'm also also too to mention I'm reading a lot more and I think reading has helped me a lot like getting back into just like reading like a good old book like dead ass (laughs) I don't know like I, I used to not be a reader like I used to literally be like nah like I'm not reading a fucking book but bro now I'm like I have like, like I just go book shopping on thrift, thrift, uh, thrift books. I don't know if y'all you've ever heard of that. Thrift books. Thrift books is the shit. Ooh. Thrift books is literally it's just all used books. It's like a thrift store online, but it's books and they come right to your door. It's dangerous, but they're all like really cheap. So I'll order like five books and I'll like have five books I've ordered last month that I haven't even touched yet. Like I'm not even on them. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I have like stacks of books like waiting. But it's interesting because I find that so often I like intuitively pick up a book and like read it and it's like so on point to my life I'm like how do I do this right like how does this happen <laughs> y'all make it's me want to y'all make me want to pick up green eggs and ham in the hair <laughs> <laughs> dude oh, that God. shit the OG the OG um perfect so going on to the next question I have um how many employees do you currently have? And are there times where you wish that number would change? Yeah, so as of right now, in this moment, technically I've never had any employees besides myself, mm-hmm. um, on, like on paper. Um, I have hired a virtual assistant, shout out to Kaya, um, but she, um, like she's technically a, like a contractor, I guess you could say. So technically I don't have any employees. Um, I am working on like getting my actual LLC this year because I'm still a sole proprietorship technically, yeah. um, which basically means like, it's just me. Like I'm, I'm the full backbone of this shit. You know what I mean? Right. Um, but yeah, so as, as of right now, I don't have any employees. Um, I definitely, that has been a goal of mine in general is to hire people and be, like, obviously, I hate to say boss because, like, you know, just, like, the traditional, like, I also hate the word, like, boss babe. Like, I'm just, like, I, we don't, I don't, I don't fuck with that. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, you're a, bo- you're a boss-ass bitch. Like, that's, like, that's the vibe. But, um, you know, I just like being that person that's, like, you know, knowing that they're, they're helping somebody live. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I like paying people. It's, it's, like, it's very enjoyable in that, in that sense. But I definitely eventually want to hire creatives onto my team um and have you know some kind of something running with the divine social where i can have employees and and hire people you know yeah. that's the goal 
That's awesome. Oh my gosh. I'm looking forward to it. Oh my gosh. So with that, um, so are there any pro, well, what would you say the pros and cons are for having a small business like this? So, so also interesting enough, I try not to say small business cause I feel like that's manifesting that it's going to stay small. Okay. <laughs> so it's, it's just my business, you know what I mean? Because gotcha. also too, like I always, I always feel like my grandma is like, "How's your little business?" I'm like, "Girl, it's big." Like, <laughs> respect on my name. Um, but pros to owning a business, I guess being a freelancer in general is like what I really usually refer to myself as. Um, but pros to being someone who's running something on their own is like I have complete freedom over pretty much everything with you know my finances, my time. Um, my location, like a lot of that thing, a lot of those portions, like I'm just, I have that freedom to do kind of, you know, live things a little more according to my lifestyle. Like I didn't want to wake up until like 10, 10 a.m. today. Like I wanted to sleep a little later, but like if I, I was also up till four o'clock in the morning because I can too, you know, Um, I think just like the pros, like the, the real pro to me is just like that full, like I can literally just live the way that I want to instead of like, you know, you know, asking somebody if I can take off or, you know, asking if I can like, you know, go, go to Starbucks really quick or something. You know what I mean? Like I can just very, I'm, I'm so much more intuitive in that way too. Like, I feel like I can answer to a lot more of like what I'm feeling. Like I can just go and, you know, do it. And like, yeah, my, my life is so much different since I've like, you know, pursued this. Um, so should I just lead into the cons? Sure. Okay, because I figured that was the next question. <laughs> um, but the cons to what I do, I guess, is um, just that unknowingness of just like, you know, you never really know what's coming. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, you know, that can also be a pro in its own way, too. Um, I just never like the traditional nine to five lifestyle. So I just, you know, I, I honestly feel like the, the pros obviously outweigh the cons for me so much more. Oh, yeah. Another con also is definitely just, like, people don't always get it. And, like, that's okay. Like, I've learned to really accept that because not everybody's going to understand, like, what you do and, like, what the fuck's going on, especially right. in this, like, digital field. Right. Of, like, you know, the online space. Like, it's very a lot of, you know, people around our age, which is, like, super cool. And, like, I don't know. It's just, like, I don't even know if they'd be necessarily, like, cons. It just, like, it sucks sometimes. Like, you know what I mean? Um, and like, yeah, there's definitely like cons too. Like if I'm not mentally okay, like, you know, my business has to kind of be on hold, which, you know, I feel like is the same with anything in, 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 in general, but still mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's a, li- a lot more stressful because it's like all on, on you in that sense. Um, but you learn to navigate and like, you know, mind, that's why mindset's so important with being an entrepreneur. Right, exactly. And you were saying that it was just like you are not like a nine to five type of type of person. And I was literally just talking to my family, and they're like, "Oh, well, try nine to five. And I was just like, mm, "No, uh-uh. it's so like socially ingrained that like that's like a vibe. Like, no, no, it's not a vibe. It is not a vibe. I was just like, I'm gonna put this in the nicest, most gentle way possible." <laughs> I would rather give birth to a cactus no. than do a nine to five. Yeah. <laughs> and I was basically. like, and that's me being nice. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. Like let's not. Oh yeah. Um, so like just freelancing in general and just having that freedom to just 
live on your own terms do what you want live how you want like snaps of that oh my god mm -hmm. i was yeah. gonna say i hey, cannot yeah. wait to get to that point and i'm so happy for you that you got to that point as well oh thank you yeah no i, I literally wish this on everybody like that's why i do a lot of the mentoring and stuff that i do because i want people to have something like this for themselves you know right of course. Um, so with that, um, separating the role from self for a hot minute, um, what all do you do besides everything at Divine Social? You know, it's hard because I think I'm so hyper fixated on it <laughs> that it's literally so much of what I do. But I guess the first thing that comes to mind is like, I don't even know. Like, I really... It's so, like, I'm genuinely so consumed by it that it, like, it's it's hard to almost separate it sometimes. And I'm sure a lot mm -hmm. of entrepreneurs that are, like, really, really into it can definitely um, attest to this. But I, I can tell you what I want to do yeah. <laughs> and what I want to start pursuing. Um, I definitely, I have a bass guitar that I've been wanting to fucking play for so long. Ooh. I used to play it, actually, in, like, 2018. My boyfriend got it for me for my birthday. And I have a whole amp and all, everything. Um, but I just haven't gotten into it yet. Um, but I really want to, I've always wanted to start a band for some reason. My dad has to be in a band. Um, and I don't know if that's why, cause he like never got to like live out his, his dream as a rock star or whatever. But like, part of me is like, I want to start a fucking girl band. Like, that'd be so sick. Like, I, I swear I have rhythm. I don't know why I always just, I have this, like, just this idea of like branding my own fucking band and everything. <laughs> Make it merch. I don't know. Something's wrong with me. Um, I also love to hike. Ooh, fun. I live up in the mountains. Um, so not up in the mountains. Like I don't live in the mountains, but I live um, in New Paltz in New York, and we're you know literally in in the crevices of the mountains, and it's really dope. Um, and where I'm from is like really flat, so I'm like obsessed with the mountains up here. I think it like really just like helps me get inspired as well for some reason. Like I don't know what it is. Um, but yeah, I love hiking, so I'm excited for like to be warm again. Um, I'm a huge Mac Miller fan, obviously, because everything is um, based <laughs> off Mac Miller. I'm also a huge Little Peep fan. I'm super into music, I guess. Like that's a huge part of me in general. Yeah. Um, I'm really fucking good at Guitar Hero. I will murder anybody in that game. <laughs> Expert mode. <laughs> It's like the um, hardest song in the game, and you're just like, I'm gonna use all five colors on the. Dude, I'm so no, I swear to God, I have to like really like bring that out. I'm so good, like it's dangerous, but yeah, I guess there are other things. I just like, I don't know, I almost forget sometimes. It's very strange. Um, <laughs> sometimes I, I don't know if I'm allowed to say. I'm not allowed, allowed, allowed to mention this. You can if you want to. Yes, of course. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just wanted to ask. Uh, I'm also a huge stoner, hothead. And I'm also trying to um, definitely raise the awareness, literally. I know that sounds kind of, like, corny, but, like, no, like, actually raise the awareness for, like, it's more, it should be more normal. It should be as normal as, like, a glass of wine, the way that people post a glass of wine. You know what I mean? Like, especially mm -hmm. here in New York. It's legal out here, so smoke weed every day. Oh, there you go. <laughs> That's all. I was gonna say where I'm from we live in Iowa so it's not like legal to oh. like smoke marijuana here um so if it I mean hey if it's legal you do you I was gonna say I just can't, 
<laughs> I just can't do it legally. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. So, I feel like, you, dude, there you yeah. go. <laughs> I'm 23. I'm of age. I'm in a legal state. Like, I'm trying to say, I smoke, you know what I mean? <laughs> I smoke weed, bitch. You're like, also, just... <laughs> it's interesting just to even, just to even touch on that. That was a huge, 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 huge turning point for finding my ideal clients and like my ideal audience was when I started talking about weed. I was really, really? scared at first, but honestly, that was how a lot of my TikToks blew up. Is talking about weed and talking about like being a weed entrepreneur. <laughs> oh, that's oh, that's funny. I was gonna. Say, oh, that's awesome. Um, so mm-hmm. speaking of you, um, finding people for your business, talking about this on TikTok, talking about this on this other platform. Um, what are all the different ways that you advertise your business? And do you have any favorite ways that you like to advertise? Yeah. So, um, I definitely, okay. So I've never bought an ad and I'm super proud of that. Like I've never had to like buy a Facebook ad or TikTok. Like I've never paid for advertising. Um, I focused. So I guess the way that I do my advertising and I've been doing it since let's say April of 2021, um, I guess when I really started advertising, um, is I just started making TikTok videos and I got really specific with my target audience and I, you know, kind of presented a problem that I was solving for them. And I just kind of experimented with like different methods and like being relatable and just kind of like genuinely, I think I've invented this, this term or like kind of method called personality marketing. And Ooh. essentially you market yourself as more of like your, your niche of who you are as a person, yeah. because You know, if you can work with people that align with you in that way, the kind of same way that you would like, you know, walk into a party and like hang out with a particular group of people, like that's kind of like what you're doing when you're trying to find your ideal audience, you know? Right. So if you can do that with your own personality, it'll feel so much more natural and like people will get to know, like, and trust you because they kind of like relate with that, like, you know, person as as opposed to the business. Right. And it makes people just like genuinely like, I want to get to know you. Like, I want to hang out. I want to work with you. Like, I want you to be my mentor. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they just now at that point, like, now they just want to fucking work with you because you're you. Right. Um, so that's how I advertise and how I've it's worked for me for months now. And I've also replicated it on my second TikTok where I've already hit like 5K and like not oh, wow. even a month yet. So, um, yeah. And like I have like my TikTok guide, like basically that shows you exactly how to do that but uh it's really interesting because like yeah like that is how I have advertised and I think really detaching from all the traditional business terms and kind of putting it in a way that makes sense for me has really helped me so much more because like when people ask me about like marketing and advertising or any of that stuff like as far as like a client or something I'm like girl it's just as simple like go talk to people like tell them what you can tell them what you can help them with or like you know what I mean I'm like girl it's all in your head like nobody's nobody's gonna judge you like if anybody doesn't like it like they're just gonna slowly like unfollow you and leave like it's fine like we that's okay like it's better to engage like you know what I mean um it's just it's just so it's so interesting um but yeah I definitely think my favorite way to advertise is on TikTok I love making videos um, I used to be a Webkins YouTuber back in the day. Oh, we love that. Um, so, so we love that. Um, but I feel like yeah, it's really important to find your medium of expression in the way that, like, you know, whatever it is that you really like enjoy doing on the internet and in digital space, whether that's like talking or making videos or writing or whatever that is. Like, once you find that, like put more focus on that instead of the things that you don't like. You know what I mean? Like I really found that I really like video content and I really like making videos. So like 
I started focusing a lot more of my energy on TikTok and it fucking worked, dude. It worked fast. Um, especially TikTok in general. TikTok is so powerful. Um, yeah. So it's like anybody's not using TikTok, they're missing out big time. Right. Um, but yeah, like that's literally how I advertise. I try to keep it as like simple and authentic as possible. I'm very much about like authentic marketing. Like I don't do no fucking DM sales scripts. I don't like, you know what I mean? Like I don't do, I don't have like a discovery call, like <laughs> script or anything. Like I genuinely just get on calls with people and take a very like human approach because like that's what we need. Like it's, you know, I, people really do want to buy from people. They don't want to buy from businesses. It's, it's, it's cool. It's interesting. Right. Oh my God. <laughs> While you were talking about that, I was trying so hard not to hiccup because like <laughs> I was trying so hard not to go like in like the, in like the, Oh my so I was just sitting here like holding my breath as you were talking so I was like listening to what you were saying focusing on that and then like you finish your sentence and then I was just like oh yeah I need to breathe so, oh, yeah, so I was like breathe. so I was like speaking of human approach let's just talk about how I was holding back a hiccup for a second oh. <laughs> I was almost not human oh so moving on speaking of being professional um do you do you use or work with any professional services for your business what a segue <laughs> um so i don't know if this, if, if this is like necessarily like brand deals or like um you know have people working with my business but to be honest no i don't have any brand deals at the moment i am trying to kind of look into getting more brand deals for my personal account, which is like ginger sherry three, three, three. Um, and I want to like, you know, that's why I'm trying to grow that, that my TikTok as well. Um, and you know, kind of, you know, grow my personal Instagram as well. But yeah, I don't currently work with anybody. Like I said, I do pretty much everything by myself. Um, I have obviously a lot of like platforms and stuff that I use like HoneyBook and Podia and like cool stuff like that Canva, but I don't, I'm not like sponsored or anything like that, but I am, trying to get on that shit it's just like it's just another thing that I have to like sit down and do and I'm like we'll get there (laughs) right exactly we'll get there when we get there when the time is right um so speaking of getting there when the time is right um what are your typical responsibilities as a small business owner yeah so um definitely answering like dms honestly literally posting on social media is a responsibility Mm -hmm. and um I feel like some people like sometimes get overwhelmed by that, but I really try to keep an open mindset about it. I'm like, my job is to post on Instagram and TikTok. Like I got to shut up. Like, you know what I mean? Like that's literally what I have to do to like keep my business like functioning and like keep, you know, getting my reach out there and, you know, doing stuff like this. Like, you know what I mean? Like this is honestly, I feel like part of being a business owner is like networking and getting on you know podcasts and like interacting with all other people in the space like that's a huge responsibility for me um as a freelancer and someone who's running my own business like I have to do those things um emails I hate emails to be honest I have to like (laughs) I definitely have my virtual assistant do a lot of things for me like copywriting and um Mm -hmm. like little tasks on like Millinote um email things email templates um sometimes like some onboarding things Right. Um, but yeah, other responsibilities I would say is just like kind of having, uh, keeping my ass in check, which this is like something a lot of people don't fucking talk about is like how hard it is to actually be your own boss. Like everybody talks about it, like, Oh yeah. Like be your own boss. 
yo, this shit is hard to be your own boss. Like, <laughs> I was never a manager or nothing, but I would have been the one that been like, just go home early. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, like, now I'm like, bitch, you got to fucking, we got to do this shit. Like, we have to, you have a deadline due. Like, you know what I mean? So I have to, right. like, get my own ass. So my responsibility is to keep my ass in check. Mm-hmm. Dead ass. Like, that's literally part of my responsibility. Um, and I would also say, responsibility-wise, I always have to kind of keep up with the times, I guess, and almost, like, assess, like, what people need in the space and, like, you know, try to provide a solution for them. Like, I definitely, you know, I've, I've, I've had a lot of different programs and, like, services and, like, options, um, you know, with my business as the times, like, have, you know, developed and stuff. Like, I've worked with people for, like, a month. I worked with people just in Voxer. I've worked with... You know, I, I, I never actually got to do like a group program and like, but I'm, you know, I think the divine dimension, my membership that I'm going to be launching soon is going to be like kind of group program like, um, but yeah, like in general, my responsibilities are just, I have to just like constantly think how, how can I make things better? How can I, you know, make things easier for myself? How can I like, you know, set shit up for future me essentially. Right. Um, so yeah, and also a, a big responsibility too is honestly just taking care of myself and my well-being mm. and making sure that my mental health is good. That's a huge responsibility that I have to make sure that. Period. You know, I take time on like sat like Saturday and Sunday and I'm just like, you're ginger, you're going to sit in the bed, you're going to relax, you're going to just do nothing. And it's honestly really hard for me. <laughs> I don't know if it's because I'm like ADHD a little bit and I'm like so hyper fixated on my business because it's doing so well. Right. But it's, it really is hard for me to like, because I'll be like sitting in bed and I'm like, yo, if I just started this program for two months and the, and the payment plan, like I'll literally have a whole thing. Like, why? Why? <laughs> I'm just literally trying to relax. It's like, it's, it's torture. So yeah, that's part of my responsibility is to like make sure I take care of myself. Yeah. I was going to say a lot of people forget to take care of themselves as well. Like, mm-hmm. like I remember just not taking care of myself at all within, like, the last month. And now, like, I am now doing that. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. this is different. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't know she could do that. Um, so, <laughs> she can do it. I was like, I can do that. Um, so, yeah, taking care of yourself by far is, like, one of the most important things that you can do for yourself, period. Whether you have, yes. like, a business for yourself or whether you're your own boss or whether you are, like, dependent on by another person or another job or whatnot like taking care of yourself is literally the most important thing that you can do for yourself because you mm-hmm. you're with yourself 24 7 like you're the only yeah. person that you're around 24 7 you might as well be like hey we're gonna take care of ourselves like, a little bit we're just gonna make yeah, sure like, everything hey is... let's go get a dunkin sandwich like, right let's, go... let's make sure everything's like let's, worthwhile let's try, I hope. Right. <laughs> the dunkin sandwich starbucks coffee dude i oh i've been wanting to get starbucks for like the longest time I, I'm like craving Dude. it. I might get Starbucks after this. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I just might. Don't don't tempt me because now I might too. No, it's <laughs> funny because like I swear that that seven dollar coffee works just as good as a therapy session. Don't know why. It's bad. <laughs> there are but some like, days. Also, um, I just where I just moved. Like the Starbucks that's like right by us is like not drive-in or drive-through, mm. and like the old one that I used to live by was drive-through. So I feel like it's like a little more of like effort to go so I don't go as much which is sad but um but I'm like okay good because now I can go to Dunkin Dunkin's not as far right. now you can just go to yeah why not right oh yeah. gosh um so switching it back to divine social real quick um so <laughs> yeah. 
How would you describe Divine Social's success so far? I would describe it as like the first, I don't know why the first thing that came to mind was beginner's luck. Don't, I couldn't tell you why. Um, because I truly, cause I honestly, there's a, not a lot of people who can succeed in their first year. Um, you know, there is a reason why the government, as far as tax go, tax shit goes, um, they don't expect you to make profit in the first year. You know, they expect, they honestly expect you to invest way more and not make anything back. Mm. Um, which is interesting. You know what I mean? Like they don't even expect you to, to make money. So, so the fact that I was even able to make, you know, almost literally just shy under 40k um mm. and that's only from april to december like you know what i mean i wasn't even counting like the very beginning of the year like Holy i shit. literally i was like i was mind blown dude and it's it's still like fucking crazy to me right um so so yeah I, i'm i'm honestly really 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 proud of myself for how much i've grown and scaled my business in only a year with literally no experience <laughs> Um, and I just learning a lot as I go. And that's why I encourage people so much to like, you know, just have a circle, a really supportive circle that you can surround yourself with. Um, and just fucking go for it. You know, even if like, I tell people all the time, like I was working two jobs, like for a long time, you know, in the background while doing this little thing here and there, I'd make like maybe $300 a month doing like little rinky dink fucking like personal projects for people I knew. Um, but yeah, like once I got really fucking serious about it, like people started to take me serious too. And I was like, oh, so I just have to just do the day. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> you just have to fucking do it. And it's so crazy. Um, so yeah, like my, comp- like the divine social, like th- this, she still has a long way to go. Um, but it's definitely my baby. And it's like, you know, a piece of, you know, how I view the world. I, I read something once that like, you know, a lot of like, you know, as an entrepreneur, like you are a creator, mm-hmm. um, in general, like you create things, you're bringing something new into the world. Yeah. So, you know, a lot of it's the, like, they say that your creation, your creations and what you create are an expression or, um, you know, an example of like what you, how you view the world and what you feel like is missing. Um, so like, yeah, like that's kind of like how I view my business is like, you know, what do I want to bring out in the world and like you know so far i've brought the right thing so it's exciting so i can't wait to see like where it's gonna go you know i'm definitely trying to scale it to the sense where it can kind of like run kind of itself in a way because i there's so many other things i want to venture into i want to start another media company i want to start like a little local marketing like business directory thing i have so many like cool ideas so right Um, but yeah that's like the goal right now (laughs) Oh, I love that. And I'm so proud of you. And I really can't wait to see where you go, honestly. That is, Thank oh my you. gosh. Um, so going off of that, um, are there any changes that you've made to your business strategy since you first started? Yes. So um, when I first started, I was doing basically consulting packages. So um, pretty much how it would work is like, you know, I would have somebody book a consultation and the consultations, like they started, they were free where we would get on a call and it was just like, you know, free 30 minute call, whatever, like your introductory call. Um, and then eventually once I started kind of getting booked up, I changed it to like five and 15, just to like respect my time and stuff. Yeah. Um, but basically I would get on a call with somebody and see where they're at with their business, their life, their ideas, like whatever it was. Like I literally was willing to help anybody with anything. Um, 
and I, you know, I pitched them pretty much a consulting package. So you would either buy three calls or five calls and they were an hour long each. So you can just book them whenever you wanted. And like, you know, whenever you need my help and we would get on and strategize and just like get shit done. And it was really great. I got a lot of experience from it. I worked with a lot of different people. Um, a lot of which have come back and like work with me again in the future, which is amazing. Um, but at that point I was kind of working technically hourly, um, where, you know, I was directly, you know, exchanging my time for money. So it was like, you know, one hour, I think I probably it around like maybe 35 at first. And then it went up to like $50 per call, which would be like an hour long, but it worked really, really well. Um, and you know, I guess the strategy that I shifted towards when I like really started noticing results and I realized how low I was pricing myself, I was like, okay, I want to create an experience. I want to create something that's a little more, you know, personalized and like, you know, has an end goal in mind instead of just like, you know, randomization of like calls. Mm -hmm. So I developed my first, um, mentorship program, which was euphoria, which, and is still pretty, pretty much the same. I just have made some tweaking here and there, but it's basically a three month program where we meet twice a month for an hour. Mm -hmm. Um, you have boxer coaching with me, so you can literally like voice memo me like pretty much anytime throughout the week. Um, there's like a whole workbook program and like, you know, sequence of stuff that we go through that breaks down your business. Um, and like now it has, um, this thing where I basically have you present a brand presentation to me to see that, you know, your shit and like you understand your business and like, um, you know, everything is like cohesive because basically, you know, it's all about clarity and really coming to, you know, that like realization of like what your business is all about and being able to translate that to other people because that's what's most important. So, um, so yeah, I've kind of shifted to towards more like, yeah, like not doing like per call and being like, this is what I, this is what I have. It's a three month experience. It's mm-hmm. X amount of money. Like, you know, you can be in it or, or not like, you know what I mean? Right. Um, I did have some options here and there where I had like, um, you know, one month retainers where we would pretty much work together for like a full month. And we have like two calls within the month and stuff like that, like small little offerings, um, but for the most part, like, yeah, like I've been running Euphoria since I guess it was June. Um, and I've had at least, I've had at least seven clients in it. I'm like just thinking off the top of my head, um, which is crazy. You know what I mean? And like one of them is a full-time like virtual assistant doing like content creation, YouTube, another one owns a clothing company, another one's a mindset mentor. Oh, wow. Um, there's just so many cool things that everybody's doing. Yeah, it's just like super, super exciting. Um, but yeah, kind of like that's the kind of the switch and, sh- and strategy that I developed is like, you know, and it also, it also helped me because it kind of set me up where I knew I was getting X amount of money each month for like three months at that time. Or even if they had like a more extended payment plan or something like that, um, you know, and it was, it was, that was that like, that like reassurance that I needed. I was like, I can fucking figure out how much, like, you know what I mean? I can set how much money I want to make. Like, I just need to like, you know, get specific with it and stuff. So it was just like, it was dope. And I, and I sold out my euphoria program and like the first time I ran it. Oh, so, wow. Yeah. Wow. Oh, I love that. Oh, sorry. I haven't had my coffee yet this morning. I'm just like, eh. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you're gosh. good. I feel that. I was going to say, once once I get out of here, I will just shoot down, like, 10 shots of espresso. 
<laughs> 10 full shots. Um, there you go. Um, so um, the next question that I have for you, I have a few more left for you, is um, what was your mission for the company when you first started? And then do you feel like that mission was completed or is completed? Yeah. So my mission when I first started was definitely to um, help people start their first business, start their start their passion-based business um, and just become their own boss in the very beginning of my business. Like I kind of felt like I figured it out quickly and I wanted to help people that were also kind of doing stuff that was similar to what I'm doing. Um, And then from there, like literally I, um, you know, I definitely, I've achieved that in like people, like my clients and stuff like that. But definitely my mission now is to teach and it's it's a lot more like education based in a way where I like really want to make a lot of resources and I want to create a community and I want to do more impactful things and impact people on like a a, a bigger level I guess yeah um as opposed to like you know individual I'm like I definitely still want to have one-on-one work and I definitely will be like you know very not selective but like you know I'm only gonna have a few clients like you know with my one-to-one stuff and really focus on the community and like my branding work I I really love branding and helping people with their logo creations and stuff like that um and then yeah so I guess just it's shifting to more like a bigger level like I want to create like a bigger impact now than I did when I started which is amazing yeah that's awesome um so with that um so for the future of the divine social do you have any big goals in mind um i definitely want to eventually have an in-person retreat or some fucking cool ass thing um i don't know where i read this but i think about it all the time it was definitely in a book i don't know what book but i read something once that like us as humans at this point in in like in time like in as a as a whole mm-hmm. um we're very deprived on like rituals and having like like retreats and having like you know like that sanctuary of like you know togetherness like we don't have a lot of that as like you know just like with not even like random people but like the other people besides like your family and stuff like that like you bringing people together on that level is like so incredibly powerful and like it just needs to be around more so like yeah like my goal is to have like host a like I want to literally like book out a fucking dope lake house or something and like I don't even know where somewhere where weed's legal (laughs) um and just like have a bunch of girls and like we can all like kind of like network and like also co like co-create and like just vibe out and just like share stories and just yeah just like I don't know I just really want to like bring people together Oh, that would be so fun. Oh my gosh. I looked I over to my I looked over to my left and um we have like this radio room right next to the podcasting room and like the window is open. Um and there's one of the professors that's just leading a group of elementary kids like through like the radio station <laughs> and like all of these little kids are just like <laughs> looking over at me as I'm like talking to a computer <laughs> with like no mask so on or cute. anything. No, and they're just like they're just hanging out. I was like, oh, they're cutie pies, but maybe I look like a weirdo. I don't know, but I don't care. Um, <laughs> so with that in mind, uh, well, not with that in mind. I'm gonna forget that that's happening. Um, I have one more question here for you. I feel like this might be the most um impact. Well, not like you know, it might be like really, really um interesting to hear what you have to say. So. Do you have any advice for anybody that is wanting to start up a small business of their own? Absolutely. Um, 
it's interesting how much I've grown into this like role of this like advice and inspiration and stuff like that, which I love. Um, cause I never, you know, when you start, you don't think that you're going to inspire people. Um, yeah. but you do, you know, you have silent people that are watching you and not watching you, but you know, admiring you from afar. And like, I randomly have comments where people are like, dude, I've been watching you from you started. Like you're so inspiring. Um, so I guess my advice to anybody starting is that you never know that who you could inspire by starting what you want to do. Um, because your impact is so much bigger than you realize. And, um, you don't have to have everything figured out when you start. Like I literally, it's interesting. It's definitely something with my chart, (laughs) but (laughs) for some reason I was not scared. I I was not fixated on the, on the fear of failing. I was just so set on, I'm going to figure this shit out Mm -hmm. if it's the last fucking thing I do, because I want to work from my goddamn laptop. So if you want something bad enough. I'm telling you, you need to just start before you're ready and figuring it, figuring out as you go. Stop, like, stop feeling like, you know, oh, I don't, I don't have this. I don't have that. Like, that's literally keeping yourself in this, like, scarcity mindset. And you need to, like, step into this, like, mode of, like, abundance where you're like, I, I will figure this shit out with what I have. Like, I have everything in me that I already need. Like, there's nothing, you know, more that I, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It's just, it's so interesting. Like everything that I know in my business and everything that I use, I feel like in general, I've learned and developed along the way. Like I've just continued to, you know, learn things as I go. So, you know, you're going to learn so much by doing and taking that like, you know, messy action. Like I've definitely not archived a lot, but there's a lot of old posts on my Instagram. I'm like, I cannot believe I posted this ugly graphic. Um, but at the time, like, I was like, I'm experimenting, like, I'm getting, you know, experience, and I'm doing, I'm doing it, I'm doing the damn thing, you know, and at right. the time, it was really good. Right. And it's just cool, because you get to see that progression, too, with, like, your Instagram, and your content, and anything, and also, I ma- I literally just made a TikTok about this, but TikTok is actually a, such a crazy manifestation tool. Literally. You wouldn't think it would uh, be, but it is. It is. No, I swear to God, like, if you make videos manifesting things, and, like, speaking things into existence, like almost like that law, the law of assumption, like almost assuming that you already have it, like that right. shit works. Right. So, oh my God. Getting really literally. in tune with yourself and like spirit, getting spiritually connected to is also really important with um, entrepreneurship because let me tell you something, if you're not healed internally and you have some, <laughs> some shit that you need to uncover, like that shit's going to come up in entrepreneurship because you're all, on, you're on your dolo. So. Right. And, like, I've been trying to get more into that, too, with, like, I have tried to do, like, this manifestation method by, like, journaling on, like, a new moon and, like, a full moon, where, like, the new moon is basically just, like, I intend to do this, I intend to spread my love and happiness into the world, I intend to get started with this, whereas, like, Mm -hmm. the full moon is, like, I am grateful for the opportunities that I have been presented, thank you, like, it's more, like, gratefulness and like thankfulness for what you do and I was doing one for the cancer full moon last night and I call it like a power wish and I was just like I am so grateful that I am able to um heal internally in a short period of time like I feel like I've really hit a reset button and now I'm able to express love for myself as well as express love for the rest of the world thank you so much universe like stuff like that like of course like there are some people where they're just like what are you doing but like it works. It literally works. I know. I know. It also, does. I swear. 
Also, before before we get into our closing segments, that was so funny. Um, so I think they were talking about the podcasting room because I remember like one of the professors in there was like, okay, so here's this. And then in there, I was like, uh-huh. So then like the kids oh. like got closer to like the monitor, which is like right close to the window. And like three of them were just like, doing this and like staring at me and i was just like hey kids i'm sorry i'm, I'm recording i'm not insane <laughs> and they like Aww. like one of them like pulled their mask down and they went like and i was like oh i was like that was so cute just this big ass smile just waving at me i was like oh that's cute i love that hopefully they'll look at like what's happening here and be like i want to do that you know what i mean me too hopefully oh that's so cute that is really cute Oh my gosh. So with that, I think we can go into our closing segments. Okay. I don't know what that means. Let's get it. <laughs> That's okay. So closing <laughs> segments include um, what can Morgan not stop listening to. They include my weekly obsessions. Oh, right. And then I will do a small business of the week shout out, maybe two, depending on how short my scripts are for each of those. And then we can go into social media, just plugging in and all that. So, oh, sweet. with that, what can Morgan not stop listening to? I would say what's stuck in my head, but I literally can't hear shit in my head. So, um, I, <laughs> so I have to find it. It's like that one TikTok sound that's been all over lately. It's just like, uh, she ain't got no money. Her clothes are kind of funny. Oh, so yeah. <laughs> I think it's like, uh. I don't, I don't know what sound that's called, but I know exactly what you're talking about. Oh, my gosh. Where is it? Mm. It's, oh, Love Grows like by, Love Grows by Edison Lighthouse. I was going to say, I'm going to screenshot that just so I remember to, like, put that in my notes and then I can add it to my Welcome Morgan Now Stop Listening To playlist on Spotify. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Do you have any, um, do you have any songs that you're, like, really singing along to with lately, listening to lately, where you're just like, oh my god? (laughs) Um, I, I have been in Party Next Door mode for some reason lately. Okay. I have been listening to so much, um... But his song Options, that shit's good. Options by Part Next Door. Ooh, there you go. Let me know. It's so good. It's so good. It's such a vibe. Um, but yeah, that's what I've been. That's what I've been on. A lot of Party Next Door. Nice. I like that. I like Party Next Door. I haven't listened to Party Next Door in a long time, so I'd love to like get back into their music as well. Yeah. Like that would be really. That's really literally cool. what happened to me. Like I completely forgot he existed, and then I was like, um, okay, I'm back. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, with that, um, we can go into weekly obsessions. So this can be like literally anything that you want. Like it could be like a game that you like to play or like your business. Maybe you could be obsessed with that. Or like, for example, maybe like one squirrel like crawled up a tree and then like stared at you for like 10 seconds. And then you're like, oh my God, I can't stop thinking about this fucking squirrel. Like stupid, (laughs) like you can literally make it like whatever you want. So I would say my weekly obsession right now is Subway Surfers. (laughs) Cause I, oh, wow. <laughs> I yes. downloaded it. I downloaded it after I started um, therapy again, like last month. And I was mm-hmm. like, you know what? I want to play some games. And like, I know I'm not going to have a lot of people around in order to play games and stuff. So I was like, okay, what can I play by myself? That's like stimulating <laughs> to the brain, but also like fun at the same time. And I was like, oh, you know what? I remember Subway Surfers as a kid. Subway let's just, Surfers. I was like, let's just, <laughs> let's just. Let's just heal my inner child real quick. Let's just go into Subway Surfers and then I just literally play it like every single day and I'm just like, <laughs> that's interesting. I was like waiting for I choir. I was like waiting that. for choir the other day and I'm just like going and like I'm trying to beat my high score of like th- like 300,000 or something and I'm just like going off 
And like some people are like trying to talk to me and I was like, hey, if I don't look up, I promise I'm listening to you. I'm just trying to beat my high school. Like, yeah, no, that respect. No, and they're, just, they're like, are you serious? I was like, shut up. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, like just let me let me live. Let um, me live. <laughs> Any weekly obsessions for you? Yeah, I um, literally, literally first thing that came to my mind. I'm obsessed with these breakfast taquitos that I bought. Ooh. I have an air fryer. And I throw out everything in that bitch. And I got these, like, breakfast taquitos from the supermarket the other day. I just love food shopping. I've, yeah. I've like, always been obsessed with food shopping, but I just love these breakfast taquitos. I, I'm probably going to get more today. I'm obsessed with grocery shopping. I was going to say, can you tell that. me, like, what breakfast taquito, like, is? I don't think I've heard of those. So, a, a, you know what taquito is? I haven't heard the term, no. Okay. <laughs> They're basically, like... um. <laughs> a spanish food where usually like do you have 7-eleven by you we don't have a 7-eleven by me but i do have a quick star right across the street from my house if that okay they're like those uh, yeah because they have them at like 7-eleven sometimes but they're like these like roll-ups almost and they have they're like dough and then like in the middle there's like either cheese or meat or whatever and like these ones are like eggs and like ham and like bacon Mm. and shit and cheese and it's so good and i just throw them in the air fry and have like three for breakfast Ooh, there you go. I was going to say, someone's probably, like, listening to me, and they're just like, how the fuck do you not know what a taquito is? Yeah, I'm like, well, you never heard of a taquito? You My mom will probably listen and be like, Morgan, you don't know what a breakfast taquito is. <laughs> That'd be so funny. Yeah, like, um, how do you not know that? How do you not know that? Um, Awesome. So going off of weekly obsessions, now we can go into small business of the week. So I like to shout out like small businesses like every single week on my podcast. Sometimes depending on how long the script is, sometimes I will shout out two. That's only happened like twice, but I think I can also shout out two today. So the first one that I have is Claw Beauty. So Claw Beauty started at the beginning of the pandemic. And their goal was to create and offer their customers high-quality press-on nails that look like acrylics, but all without the damage, the cost, the time, the commitment. So they started off hand-making custom styles, and then their business grew, like, really quickly, like, stupid quickly. So they took their custom styles to mass production. And they wanted their press-ons to be special, like, not like the average press-ons that you would buy at your local drugstore and stuff like that. So, um, with this in mind, they spent months finding the perfect glue and materials to create the highest quality, long-lasting, durable nails. Each purchase comes with 24 nails per pack, so then you can, like, size them to, like, which nail fits the best. Um, the strongest nail glue that I have ever seen with ingredients of, like, ethyl cyanocrylate, uh, polymethyl methacrylate, and BHA, along with a double-sided nail file and buffer. And I've seen so many styles from Claw Beauty, and I've served tables with them on, like, so many different times. Like, there was this one time I had, like, these green nails that were, like, kind of, like, wavier, and it was, like, Green Dream or something. And I had those on for, like, two weeks, and I was serving tables for, like, two weeks straight, carrying, like, heavy-ass trays and stuff. And I could literally, like, bang them across the table like this, and, like, they would not – those bitches would not come off. Like, it was insane. Um, and then if one of them did fall off, it would literally come off as, like, one whole nail, and I could just put on, like, the teeniest bit more glue, stick it back on, it'll literally be on there for, like, a week. It's insane. Um, and on top of that, they look great. They literally look like, they're like, oh my god, where'd you get those done at? Like, what salon did you go to? And I was just like, I did these myself with Claw Beauty. Like, it's 
awesome. Um, plus, Wait, I literally might need to get those motherfuckers. I need. I'm like the worst when it comes to. I I have like gel on right now, and I almost ripped them all off. <laughs> oh so. my gosh! Yeah, like I think like the only thing is like um. It's like I have work to do on the computer most of the time because, number one, I'm a college student. Number two, the podcast. So I'm not used to typing with, like, nails on or, like, acrylics on. So Mm -hmm. I will literally, like, remove them to do an assignment, and then I will put them back on. No damage, no commitment or anything like that. It's so easy to remove them and then restore the natural nail and then literally reuse those nails again and again. Like, they're... Yeah, like, that's amazing. They're really nice. I like that. They're constantly coming up with different designs. So, you'll definitely want to keep them... Keep up to date with everything Claw Beauty has to offer. So, you can follow them on TikTok and Instagram at Claw Beauty, which I'll spell it. K-L-A-W-B-U-A... Hello? B-E-A-U-T-Y. I completely forgot how to spell for a second. Um, They also have a Facebook page, which is Claw Beauty. And then their website is clawbeauty.com. So, you'll definitely want to check them out. They are, like, the sweetest I have encountered in a while. Like, they are so nice. They were so over the moon to, like, um, send some nails over to me and be like, oh, yeah, like, thank you for promoting us and thank you for using our products and stuff like that and, like, thank you for shouting us out, stuff like that. So, they are absolutely the bomb, the bomb diggity, I must say. Um, angels. I need to go check them out honestly they are so nice um and with that our second small business of the week is mystical journeys so the owner rachel over at mystical journeys started last year in february of 2021 which is weird saying last year and then 2021 i'm like ugh, that doesn't, that doesn't feel like, right wow we are we're really here <laughs> we're really in 2022 and like betty white's 100th birthday was yesterday as of today it's january 18th when we're recording um she anyway so she mainly does crystal auctions on her page but she also has them available for sales in other ways so she mainly sells crystals but she also sells sun catchers bracelets and necklaces and she will be doing a couple giveaways on her page soon and she will also be participating in a couple of collaboration giveaways so if you want to keep tabs on everything mystical journeys has to offer you can find her on instagram um i will spell this out because it's kind of a long username at m-y-s-t-i-c-a-l j-o-u-r-n-e-y-s-c-r-y-s-t-a-l-s-h-o-p and then tiktok is just um the same username except for the shop at the end mystical journeys crystals um and then she also has a website at um mysticaljourneys11.com and if you'd like to contact her personally about her business as well then you can also email her at um mysticaljourney11 at gmail.com so again check her out i've been getting a lot of um crystal shops like hitting me up lately and being like hey like do you want to shout us out for small business of the week so i've been um hanging out with like a lot of like apothecaries and like um mystical yes. shops lately or metaphysical shops lately it's so nice um, i love that yeah, and with that, speaking of shouting people out, I think we can shout ourselves out in our social medias. So, yes. would you like to go first? I'll go first, yes. Um, so, if you want to catch up with me and keep up with all all things ginger and the Divine Social and all that good stuff, um, my business account is obviously at the Divine Social. It's the D-I-V-I-N-E social. Yes. So, yeah. You y'all can spell. Um, but yeah, no, I feel like people always spell the divine D E V I N E, so it's D I V I N E. Just sorry. 
everybody knows. And if anybody wants to follow, oh, same thing on TikTok as well. And mm-hmm. then my personal Instagram and TikTok as well is Ginger Sherry three 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 G I N G E R S H E R R Y three 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 and three 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 is my angel numbers oh we love the angel numbers oh my gosh yes yes we know the spirit guides are always with us and supporting us when we see your username we're always yeah you know i have i have angel numbers on my license plate too really yeah i have 999 Oh, that's awesome. Oh, my God. That... I, I, I love it. I've been meaning, actually reminds me, I've been meaning to make a TikTok of, like, me, like, in my car and just be, like, me knowing my license plate is, like, assigned to somebody because I have angel numbers. <laughs> oh, I love that. Like, something about that just makes me so happy. Like, somebody sees my car, they're like, that's a sign. Oh, my like, God. That literally makes me want to, like, go out and, like, do, like, my license plate as kind of like a no internal monologue reference or something like that i wish i could do Aww. that that'd be so great like even if it's just like yes. nim and then something like you know what i mean then yes. again i don't want to like then again i don't want to go too in depth about like what i want my license plate to be because i don't want people to know my license plate. <laughs> people are gonna find you people will find you they're just like hey um what's that social security number while you're at it um yeah so okay. um, what's the, the code on the back of your card <laughs> So, um, where's your address? <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, so, speaking of what's your address, um, you can find me at my podcast Instagram at monologue underscore podcast. I have my official podcast TikTok, just monologue. I have my personal Instagram and Twitter. They're the exact same, K-I-N-D-A underscore M-O-R-G-A-N-N. My personal TikTok is M-O-R-G-A-N underscore L-E-I-G-H 99. I have my Spotify playlist in my description where it's What Can Morgan Not Stop Listening To. Basically, all of the songs that I have listed on my podcast, as well as what my guests have listed on my podcast, literally right there in the playlist. It's a good time. It's kind of like a time capsule in a way. It's really, really nice. You should check that out. Um, and then, yeah, my page, my podcast is out on SoundCloud and it's also out on Spotify. So yeah, you can find me on there. Um, and with that, um, if you have Anchor at all, I usually post my podcast on Anchor in order to get it like distributed to like Spotify and like major like podcasting platforms and stuff. I have unlocked listener support on there. So if you want to go to Anchor and find No Internal Monologue on there, then you can click on listener support and then you can help me fund higher quality episodes in the future, more content, more crazy, fun, good times. So if you yes. want to click listener support, again, you don't have to. I'm not your mom, but you can, but you can if you want to. Um, with that as well, um, I have stickers. I have crewnecks. I have t-shirts. DM me to learn more. Again, I'm trying to get the website in creation. I'm still kind of stuck on that a little bit. So I'll probably hit up the Divine Social for website creation tips like, and tricks. Girl, you had to hit me up. <laughs> girl, yeah, I I'll just got to hit you up. Throw website creation into the, into the mix of all the shit that I can do. <laughs> with that, right? with that um, don't forget to book a beauty service appointment with Cosmo Bekhenna and tell her no, Morgan from No Internal Monologue sent you her way. You'll get a 10% referral discount if you do from the best cosmetologist around. With that, you can also use code N-O-I-N-T-E-R-N-A-L-M-O-N-O when shopping soulsocietyjewelry.com for 15% off any order over $20. You can also use code um, capital M 
A-N-G-E-L-O-R-G-A-N, capital I-N, capital I, capital M, when shopping Angel or Apothecary's Etsy page for 10% off all items indefinitely. With that as well, if you want some cute clothes from a cute small business boutique, then use code N-I-M-15 to save 15% off your online order at shoppeppercf.com. And with she that... You've got all the plugs. I've got, <laughs> got some plugs. I've got to say... <laughs> Um, with that, I think that can conclude this episode. Do you have any last words you'd like to say, Miss Ginger Sherry Queen? Your Highness? Post your content. <laughs> Post your content. Post the content. Hype that Post shit your up. content. Follow your dreams. You don't got to do anything that anybody tells you. You can do whatever you want. Hashtag girl boss. <laughs> Hashtag, uh, Hashtag swag. Um, With that, (laughs) I think this should conclude our episode. So I will see you all next week with some more craziness, chaos, whatever the (laughs) fuck you want to call it. And yeah, I will talk to y'all later. Toodles.